0: Welcome to the Essential Craftsman Podcast. I'm Nate, and I'm doing book reviews. Originally, the plan with these was to have my dad and I both read the same book and be able to talk about them, but that's been difficult to do. I know he's reading a lot, but we have had a hard time reading the same book, so I'm going to just get caught up and and try to uh, tell you about the books I've read, and the goal here will be to not summarize them or spoil them, but just to give you an idea that they exist. And if one of them sounds interesting, then um, I recommend all of them as as worthwhile reads. So the first one, Killers of the Flower Moon. This book kind of, it, to me, accompanies the, the first book review we did, Empire of the Summer Moon, because it takes place around the same time. It's about Native Americans. This is a true crime story, I, I think is how you would describe it. It's not fiction. It's historical. It's about it's, it's a it's a murder mystery, but it's really about several murderies murders that happened to the Osage Indians and oh, this book is I'll say heavy it's it's not horror or graphic or gruesome or hard to read in terms of you know graphic detail or anything. It's kind of hard to comprehend though and it really sort of speaks to just how. How evil and um, messed up human beings can be, not one in particular, but lots and this this um, this is a really I, I think it's an important book, especially these days where race and um, culture are such there's this raging culture war and this book gave me some perspective uh, you know in in thinking about how We've come from how bad culture war and racism and those things were at one time, but it's a heavy book, and I, th- I think everybody should read it. And I loved it. It's really fun to read. It's a total page turner. It could be fiction because it reads like that, but it's 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 got the great black and white pictures from the era. And um, overall, fantastic book, Killers of the Flower Moon by David Graham. The next book is the Rational Optimist by Matt Ridley. This, the subtitle, How Prosperity Evolves. This really is an uplifting and optimistic book. And I recommend this if you're a person like me who naturally and instinctively prepares for the worst, assumes the worst, assumes that things are getting worse and that the good old days and the golden era is behind us. And it's easy to feel that way, And you know, on essential craftsmen, we kind of glamorize or romanticize. I know my dad does as well. Old tools, old craftsmanship, old world charm, um, the way of life, you know, um, for our forefathers when things were simpler and this book, does away with that, all of that in, in way of thinking, in terms of thinking that things were good and now they're bad and they're getting worse. And I really recommend it. It is it is great. It's packed full of facts. I mean, there's a appendix on here, notes and references, that's <laughs> it's probably a fifth of, of the book. So, this is not some guy's opinion. This is very well-researched. And I don't know how you could read this book and come away feeling anything but kind of a sense of peace about the Direction of Humanity. Now, it's a very much a big picture book, so I'm I may be being too specific here and saying that the world's great right now, because this is a book that takes a big picture view over like thousands of years, you know, so how Prosperity evolved from one, two, three, five thousand years ago till today. And it makes, to sum it up, and you'll, you'll need to read it, but it more or less describes how trade and co- social cooperation is so beneficial to humans that it's an almost inevitable that we will all be better off as long as we continue to cooperate socially and trade and such. So, really great book. I want my dad to read this bad because he has that same instinct I do of, of kind of assuming things are getting worse. And um, it's really a, a... It's almost an addictive way to think somehow. Or not addictive. You just get in the habit of thinking that way. And this book is great at... Getting a bigger picture view, so I'm going to bring this to his, his house and and have ha- be next on his list, and I think there's a good chance that we'll talk about that in greater detail in a podcast. But uh, in fact, read that one if you if that sounds interesting, because then when we're talking about it here with him, you'll have some more context or more like you'll be able to be a part of the conversation and have your uh, know what we're talking about there. All right, next book is Cody by Jared Cullum. Now this. Would be considered a graphic novel, and I was very careful when I read this because I bought it for my oldest son, Leo, who's turning eight. And Jared Cullum—you've heard that name before if you've watched our videos. He painted that little picture sitting behind me here. I'll put it up in B-roll in the video of the skill saw, and he mailed to my dad a couple years ago. He's an artist. And I bought this book because I, I follow him on Twitter and he just, his work is so beautiful and and sure enough, the the pictures and the story is just so beautiful and I know Leo's going to really enjoy it. When I was a kid, I read comic books a little bit, enough to know that I really liked it and it was just a it's just a different way to read and um, I, I'm just really happy to own this book, to be honest. And like I said, I had to be careful. I didn't want to damage it for Leo, but I have a feeling in a year or two, this thing will be... Really beat up because it'll be uh, flipped through quite a bit, and it's just beautiful. Every picture tells a story, and and you kind of have to. I, I never knew this about graphic novels or comics, or at least I never thought of it this way. But it's almost in some ways it's like a puzzle. You're really kind of looking at the picture and catching the little parts that tell you what's happening in the story. And sometimes, like in a book, you know when you read a book and you kind of glaze over a little bit. And something happened. And you're like, whoa, "Whoa, hold on a second! I must, I must have missed something." And you scoot back a little bit. Same thing happens here. Uh, it's pretty fun. You're reading, and all of a sudden, you're like, "Wait, what?" And you go back and you look at the previous picture, and sure enough, there's a little clue that tells you what you missed. And it's a book about friendship uh, between a little girl and this really big uh, bear, and it's just beautiful. Fifteen dollars. Buy this book for a gift for someone, you know, a kid, an adult, someone who's who would appreciate it, uh, just to support Jared as an artist and a fan of the channel. And I don't know how much, I don't know, like for $15, that seems like it. it that's probably what about what it costs to print something like that because the book itself is heavy and nice and beautiful. So anyways, Cody by Jared Colm. I'm going to put links to all these in the notes, by the way. All right, next book. Is, I actually read this about a year ago, so I'm kind of cheating here. I did not read this in the last six months, but this is how to fail at almost everything and still win big, kind of the story of my life by Scott Adams. This was a really interesting book. It's like one part self-help. It's one part kind of his life story, at least from a business standpoint. Um, and then it's also, I, maybe it's a couple different genres of self-help there's like business advice and and ways of thinking about business but there's also a lot of just personal um, development ideas in here it's very readable I appreciated this book for one reason because for me writing is kind of intimidating I don't write I, I every time I had to in school was a struggle and I had these expectations in my mind I guess about what writing had to be and you know, it has to look like this. And when I was reading this, I was kind of, I appreciated how there were sometimes where a chapter, there'd be like one chapter here and then another chapter here. And uh, even the, something about the way he writes that I, it was really relatable. There's no nonsense. He's not, it doesn't seem, there. there's no extra words. The author made his story very relatable and, and I'm not disparaging the way he writes. It, it, for me, it really... I enjoyed the the style of it. It was very simply written in the best kind of way, and this clarified a few things for me because I certainly um, have never been a raging success at, at any in particular thing, and I've tried a lot of different things. I don't have one area of expertise that I feel like I've I've mastered or even come anything close. And so this book, if that's if that's kind of how you are. Um, that This book helped me understand the ways in which that is super valuable to, to have several different skills and how developing lots of different skills can be, in many cases, better than being an expert at one. It's not quite the jack-of-all-trades metaphor, but there is a new way of thinking about it in here. And I would definitely recommend reading this if you're young in your career or if, you're, if career and business are something that you think about because… Well, that's the title, How to Fail at Almost Everything. And he's talking about his businesses and, and the different things he's attempted and still win big. So I, I recommend that book. That that would probably work well as an audio book, that, that book, I'll, I'll say. Okay, the next book I read is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. And I know that this is a classic and everyone has read and heard of this book. There's, of course, big budget Hollywood movies about it. I'm bringing this up and talking about it because I'm reading it to Leo and this is the first time I have read it since I was probably 13. And it has reminded me how fun it can be to re-read a book. And I, I could have described the whole story, and I did to Leo before we started reading it. But there's little parts of the story and quips and moments that are so fun. and I remember the moment I read them when I was a kid and how it made me feel. And I felt the exact same way when I read it. Now, for example, and I'll, I won't spoil this, but when uh, when Bilbo is deep in the mountain and he's having that riddle contest with Gollum and he can't think of a riddle for the last one and he asks him, he makes one up on the spot. and And as the reader, you read it and you're like, whoa. And that's the reaction I had. That's the reaction Gollum had. And Leo had it. We were like, it was just so fun. So a great story. And I've also really enjoyed reading out loud to my boy. Allie does that all the time. She has read them dozens of books, maybe hundreds, big novels, you know, all the Harry Potters and, and the Narnia books and all of that. And I never have, that's always been something she's done with them because it takes time, but I've really enjoyed it. And I'm going to, Hopefully when this is done, we'll find another one to read and I'll be able to kind of do some more of that. All right. Now the next two books are books that I listened to. And if you remember, that is one of the things when we talked about books before, I've never really listened to audiobooks. and I was always suspicious about how valuable it could be, you know, thinking like you can't get the information and I've done it now. I listened to two I'm working on my third and I love it. It's great, and it not only is not only is it great, and I love it, but um, in some ways I like it more than actual reading. In other ways, not. But I was foolish to be critical or skeptical, and I downloaded an app. Allie helped me get this app on my phone where you can rent them from a library, so you don't even have to pay for a membership at Audible or. Anything like that, you can, you can rent books from a library, have them for a couple weeks on your phone, listen to them exactly as if it was a podcast or something else. So there's really no excuse. Now, the downside is when you're doing it from a library, the, the selection is not that great. The only one I could find that looked even remotely interesting at, at that time was this one, which is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, F word, by Mark Manson. And this is a self-help book. And I really liked it, and it, I, I think it was perfect for audiobook because my suspicion was correct. I think I might have only absorbed eighty percent or seventy percent of of the meat of the book by listening to it, as opposed to if I had been reading it myself. Although if I was reading it, maybe I only would have got eighty or ninety percent, anyways, maybe less. But I got most of it. It's a book about helping people decide what's important to them and worrying about those things. Not the things that are not important, and I, there's a lot of layers to it of course that, and the the one that I'll mention that was that that added some depth to the title because the title makes it sound like not giving an f like you shouldn't care about things, and that's the secret to being happier life. That's not what the author means at all, and there's a lot of great anecdotes, but another way to think about that title would be um. Going like if you're playing a game of poker, and maybe he used this analogy, but in order to go all in or to make a big bet on something, you have to have this mindset of, you know, not caring, not giving an f. And it talks about that type of not. So in, in that case, you care a lot, like in in a business or in a confrontation. Let's say a confrontation would be a better example. Um, if you approach <laughs> this confrontation with that mindset of like I don't I don't care what's going to happen. I'm gonna X, Y, Z. That is, uh, that may be helpful for some people. Good book, um, Amazon has a billion five-star reviews. It's it's a really well-beloved book, so uh, you don't have to take my word for it. But if if that sounds like something that could help you, I, I bet you there's people out there who it's been really, really helpful for. And I'm probably fortunate in my life right now that I have you know a good level of personal satisfaction and my family's doing great, so at the moment, I really enjoyed it. I didn't come away feeling like a changed man, which to me is a good thing because I'm I'm really happy and blessed in my life. Okay, the next book I listened to was Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell. We had a I had an interview with Doctor Don Boudreau on this show about economics, and that kind of was part of the catalyst. I got interested in it, and this book was so good, and it was definitely not pleasure reading. So this is not the book you're going to just get. It's not a page turner in that way. Although, frankly, if it's, if these thoughts about economics are new, and if you haven't taken classes and courses on economics, it, it could, it could be that way because it, he does a great job at spelling out the ramifications of economics in our society. I kind of wish that it could in some way be like required reading almost because I know there's a lot of people in the world who have really, you know, passionate opinions and thoughts on things that are important who may be missing a perspective that this book can help clarify. So I really I really enjoyed it and I and I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend that a lot. I'll probably buy a copy so I can kind of go back through it because I I listened to it and I, if I had to guess, I probably absorbed 70, 70% of, of the meat of that book, maybe a little less. I'm not sure. And I probably would have got a lot more if I was reading it because there were lots of times where it was like a chart. I could tell and the author was like kind of reading numbers. And at that point, my mind just was like, okay. And, but maybe if the phone was in my pocket, I couldn't reach and fast forward. So it's probably a book that's worth having a paper copy of and it is absolutely an important book to read. Well, that's it for the books I read. Now, the next two on my list are first this. This is Water for Health, for Healing, for Life. This was given to us by Zane Cook. Zane was on the podcast a while ago. And this is a book I'm assuming here about all the benefits you c- that can be experienced by drinking more water. And the other one was that was recommended that I have a paper copy of, How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World a handbook for personal liberty. I'm really looking forward to reading this one because you know we don't talk about politics a ton but no matter who you no matter what your political perspective is it's so easy to be discouraged and and stressed and panicked and and I from what I understand this is a book that can kind of help a person remove themselves from from some of those uh I don't know, pains or inconveniences or discomforts or stresses. So I'm looking forward to that. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy this. If you got books that you think would be uh, worthwhile for us to read, put them in the comments. My plan is to slide this stack of books over to my dad and he'll go through them. Maybe not the Hobbit. He's probably read that 48 times but is to slide slide these books over to him. He will read them and maybe at some point we can have a conversation between the two of us about them. But not sure if that'll happen. He's got his own stack that he's working through and hopefully we can sit him down and he can do a similar type of discussion. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.